Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also check out Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. That way you will get every episode as soon as it posts before floor, an hour before every game, post up five hours as soon as the game ends. Plenty of streams on the other South Florida sports during the week. Also, fivereasonsports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. The latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others on the South Florida teams. We do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes our friends over at prizepicks.com. That's the official fantasy sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure you're using that code 5FIVE. We've gotten more signups lately than we've ever gotten before. A lot of people playing on there. Again, use the code FIVE. That way, if you deposit $100, they'll give you $100 to play with. If you deposit $20, they will give you $20 to play with. Whatever it is, you do not have to play it all at once. And you don't have to just play it on the NBA. You can play it with NBA and other sports or just play other sports, play players from different teams. All kinds of stuff you can do at prizepicks.com. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Just download the app today, play around with it, decide if you want to deposit, but make sure you're using that code F-I-V-E. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Yeah, uh, five on the floor, drive for my dog. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain broken frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, yo. Kept the floor playing, got a whole band. Y'all see the block, stop the one hand. It's probably had the guts. We get a bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. The likelihood is that game is still gonna have meaning to the Miami Heat. Probably gonna need to win one of their last two. To secure the number one seed, we know they play Orlando in the last game. You would think that would be easy, and it should be, but the Magic are playing a little bit better lately. And obviously, you would prefer to go into that game where you could rest people instead of having to play to get the seed. So, we're not going to look forward as much as we're going to look back tonight. And we're going to go through five myths of this season. Um, Alex and I really haven't prepared this in advance, but we're going to go, we're going to rotate. I'm going to come up with one. Alex is going to come up with one. uh, Then me. I'm going to start with this one here. To me, the number one myth of this season is that you cannot get a number one seed without a superstar Uh, or that, in in other words, in this conference, which was more loaded than we've seen in recent years. This is the best the East has looked in a long time from top to bottom. Maybe they don't have the top two or three teams by record, but most of the other teams with top records or in the top 12 in the NBA or in the Eastern Conference this year. That does not typically happen. I've said it like since 1999, it was basically 20 years since you had an eight seed in the West that had a worse record than an eight seed in the East. But in this conference, with all of this star power, whether it was in and out or not, a Kevin Durant, a Kyrie Irving, a, a James Harden, who's been in the conference all year, uh, a Joel Embiid who's playing at an MVP level, uh, and right on down the line, okay, some of the top players, the, the year that DeMar DeRozan's having coming over from the Western Conference, that you would need a superstar per se 
to win the conference. The, the Miami Heat have a lot of very good players. I would argue they have at least one top 15 player. I think from a two-way perspective, you can argue sometimes they have two. They've got the sixth man of the year, no matter what John Hollinger says about it. Um, and they've got a point guard who's going to the Hall of Fame. But they don't have a superstar in his prime. And I think there are not a whole lot of teams in recent memory where the number one seed doesn't have that. There have been some. Um, you can argue Indiana's teams with Paul George. He wasn't really a superstar at that time, or Danny Granger. Uh, Utah, Donovan Mitchell, is he a superstar? He's kind of on the fringe. But typically, it's your Durants, it's your LeBrons, it's that type of guy, your Giannis's, your Kawhis. Uh, the Heat don't have one. They got to number one anyway. Um, Alex, I'm going to let you go here with number two. What is What is the myth that the Heat have debunked this year? So before we get to my myth, and by the way, it's true. None of this was prepared at all, but I did come up with one. So don't even worry about that. I'm not stalling. But when you were talking there, I thought of one comparison that we haven't brought up. And we compared this Heat team to, uh, to a lot of different ones in the past. But specifically to what you're talking about there, do you remember the 2015 Atlanta Hawks? The ones that had, I think, uh, all, all five of them like be named player of the week or something like that well they had four all-stars and actually yeah. the only one who wasn't an all-star was damari carroll who might have been their best player the second half of the season when he went out i covered that series when he went out against lebron that series was over I, the reason we haven't talked about that alex it's a little most, disrespectful to this he team i think uh, he, i mean he fans don't want to hear that that team got swept out of the conference finals so hey conference finals they, that's true. I, I don't know if the Heat would take that if they got swept or there's no LeBron in the East. But, yeah, that is one of the uh, comparison teams. And Kyle are, are a lot better, I think, than, you know, Teague, Horford, and Millsap. No disrespect to them. But, yeah, uh, I think that my myth is going to be that Jimmy Butler, at some point or another, was not the Heat's best player. Because it felt like it was kind of trending that way as far as, like, the way that people were talking about him. Uh, especially during that four-game losing streak. that I feel like that where it was kind of crescendoing, whereas people were kind of hinting at it before, whether you talk about fans, media, uh, mostly fans here. But I, I just think, like, we – and amongst ourselves, too, like, we're, I think, a little too quick to start uh, handing things over to Bam and, and Tyler. As You know, as much as I want them being a part uh, of the Heat's crunch time offense and all of that, that's not even what I'm talking about here. Jimmy is still the best and most impactful player on the team, even though I think Bam is the best defender by far. But Jimmy is still, like, getting to the rim at will. He's still really good at the things he does, at getting to the line. Still a very good playmaker, still an awesome defender. He does it on a night-to-night basis. Like, he is elite at what he does. And I think it's sometimes it's easy to take for granted when, you know, he has the, the ugly-looking nights and he's – you know, the really, really ugly fourth quarters. And I get it, but I, I'm just trying to uh, give Jimmy some of his flowers here because, you know, he took him to the finals in the first season. Last year, it got really ugly. But throughout the whole regular season last season, uh, it was the whole Jim VP thing. Like, he's been a really damn good player throughout this whole tenure here. And I feel like it was never he was never really not the best player on this team. He, for as much as I respect what Bam and Tyler uh, have done and the leaps they've taken, it's still, you know, Jimmy's still the best player on a team that is about, you know, the the sum being be- better than the whole of its parts. I don't know if I butchered that, but yeah. No, well, I, I think both of these myths that they've debunked can be true. You can say that they've, they've gotten to first in the Eastern Conference without a superstar, which means that we're not classifying Jimmy that way. And at the same time, we can say that Jimmy Butler is still their best player. I think some of the narrative on Jimmy not being their best player was hope because you kind of know what Jimmy is, right? We weren't expecting a fall off from Jimmy. So the hope was, I think particularly with Bam, 
that he would ascend so much offensively that there would be no question that he's the best player. Whereas I think we now say, well, Bam is the best defensive player on this team, although Jimmy's pretty damn close. But Jimmy is still the engine that makes them go. He's still the heartbeat of the team uh, offensively, even if he's had some of the leaking struggles. And, and it is close. It is close. But, but I think the fact is that Jimmy Butler is still – he's still the core piece. I think there is a transition that's going on here, and maybe Jimmy was resisting that. Declined. Right, and so that, that's part of it. All right, so we got, we got three more we got to get to here. Before we do, I want to tell you about another sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network here. We tell you about our local sponsors here all the time. I want to tell you about another one here as, as well, and that is CPT of South Florida. CPT of South Florida, this is our IT sponsor. They specialize in cloud hosts and phone systems and managed IT. If you own a smaller or medium business, you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, give our guy TJ a call right now. He's been helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. He can do the same for you. With a cloud phone system, you can work from anywhere on any device Free in-person consultation. Just mention five reasons. Give TJ a call at 954-966-2766. That's 954-966-2766 or CPT. That's CPT-Florida.com. And he's got a promotion, 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. That's 25% off cloud phone service including free phones and the first two months of service free. Just mention five reasons. Again, it's 954-966-2766. All right, for number three here, I'm going to go with the most obvious one. I could save this for last, but it's this. And and we bought into this myth, so we're partially responsible for this one. The Heat have a depth issue. That was a legitimate concern, at least of mine, before the season. And Alex, I think if we look back at it, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, I know Brady and I identified Caleb Martin and the first open scrimmage as well. Wow, that guy's going to be in the back end of the rotation somewhere, but I mean, let's be honest. Okay. If you looked at their veterans coming into this year, there was legitimate concern beyond the starting lineup. You thought you would have Markeith. You kind of knew what Deadman can do, although you wanted to see it over a full season. You were bringing hero off the bench, but beyond those, those three, we were talking Struess. We were talking uh, Martin. We were talking Vincent. We were talking, I mean, Yurt. We didn't know what y- if you get minutes. From- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're at this point, some point this season. Um, and then we didn't know when Oladipo was coming back. So there was serious concern that like they did not to use our expulsions words to butcher them. They did not have enough. And now we're in a position where they have literally 12 playable playoff players. I'm not including Yurt or Haslam or Highsmith. Okay. They have 12 playable playoff players and their problem is they have too many guys. Uh, So that was a myth actually that we helped perpetuate perpetuate, or at least I did. And I just want to say that myth was incorrect, right? We can say that now. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think it's been the, that, that way the whole season. I think the only time that the depth was ever in question was when kind of everybody was looking bad at the same time throughout that four game streak where it's like, okay, uh, you know, uh, when Tyler isn't 
on the bench is the bench not great but you know it kind of just went back to normal right like I think the whole vibe of the team was off throughout that time not that 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 was all to it there was obviously basketball reasons and and you know other reasons, of course, but I just think in general, uh, the depth is kind of solidified, uh, right? Even if like a lot of these guys' minutes get cut, right? They're not playing the same role, the same amount uh, that they've been playing uh, all season. Some of these guys might not be playing at all, and even though they've kind of earned a, a spot. I think they're kind of, uh, they prepared themselves for that. I think they know that that's coming and they just kind of got to take advantage of whatever they've, they've been given. And I think that's kind of what happened with Max. He, he got hot all of a sudden. He's starting and they're they're playing great. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's all because of Max Drew starting or anything like that, but that's just an example of, of what's going on. And, and I think now, like, you look at all of them, they're all good players. So I think at the end of the day, most of these guys are going to probably be in the, uh, you know, in the rotation when the, when the playoffs start. All right, number four, what do you got? So this one was hard. Uh, again, we did not prepare for this, but my biggest myth was that the Heat did not have enough scoring to go far. And I think this is more about like a like a preseason thing where it was kind of the more of the consensus nationally nationally that the Heat were kind of like a middling Eastern Conference team. And I was a little bit resentful because I just felt that people didn't really get that, uh, you know, what Lowry brings to a team, you know, Bam and Tyler getting another year of growth, adding guys uh, to the team that are just – a lot better than the guys they had last season in general. I just think people underrated this team from the get-go. And look, they haven't been some uh, world-smashing offense, but for the first half of the season, and I think a little bit more than that, they were a top-10 team in offensive rating. And their mm-hmm. uh, their half-court offense has been in the, t- the, the top half, even if it's, you know, more towards the middle, which is fine. But uh, it is still a concern going into the playoffs, and I get it when you're comparing it to the best teams in, in the league because that's what they consider themselves. But the Heat have been a damn good scoring team, and when you look at it, like the Heat don't just rely on one play, uh, like they did for most of the past couple of seasons to generate a lot of their offense. Like you can go to Jimmy going towards the line, as we know, you, you can go towards the BAM handoff, but they're not even relying on that so much anymore. They do it with Max now, they do it with Kyle now, they do it with Tyler. It's not just about getting dunked and open. And I think all those guys that, that I just mentioned have their own different packages of how they can get the ball and get into their spots. Like, I think they've all kind of figured out where their spots are in this offense, how to get it in rhythm, how to keep the ball moving. It feels like everybody's kind of hitting their stride at the right time. And so I just think people underrated the amount of weapons this team actually has from the start, and they've kind of proven it. Well, that's fair. And that's going to lead into my last one here because I was deciding between the two. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about one more sponsor. It's our premium CBD brand that we promote. It's therapistpreferred.com. Make sure you're using that code 5RSN. You get the tincture, the gummies, the sports cream at 25% off. If you use the code at therapistpreferred.com, this is for recovery. It's for sleep. They taste great. The gummies do. I don't know about the tincture. You just got to put that in whatever you got. Uh, But you will not fail a drug test or anything along those lines. Uh, This is just good stuff. Therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get 25% off and give it a shot. All right. Here, I had two to choose from for my final one. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw you the bonus one right here, and then I'll get to, 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 to what I think is the, the single biggest myth of this season. To me, the bonus one is that Eric Spolstra can't win big without LeBron James. And I think we have we – have, look, there's enough evidence of this now. You look at the 15-16 season, that team – probably goes to the conference finals or maybe beats LeBron's team. If Chris Bosh is healthy, if even if Hassan is healthy, 
uh, some of the stuff that they dealt with that year. Uh, we obviously saw them get to the finals in the bubble, but people, you know, people discredited that one for a variety of reasons. Okay. This is his first 50 win season since LeBron left since the last year of the big three era. I think we can put all that stuff to bed right now. I think what you're seeing in Los Angeles is indicative again. There's only one other guy who's been able to coach LeBron, and that's Tyron Lue. Okay, that's the only other coach he speaks highly of. All the others have failed with him in some capacity, and now Frank Vogel ultimately has also. Okay, and that's a guy who obviously went to battle with the Heat, with Indiana, and also with the Lakers and winning a championship. But I think that Spo has proven that. The number one myth to me that's been disproven this year, though, before we close is that Tyler Hero was a product of the bubble. And, and it is so ridiculous to me. And we see the stuff from Hollinger today. Uh, I don't even know how he prints this stuff about where he has Hero third for sixth man of the year. Uh, he says, uh, be, stop the madness, people. Being a sixth man isn't just about coming out flinging. Hero's 20.6 scoring average off the pine is impressive, but he's basically operating as a high-volume, middling at best, efficiency possession sponge. While his defense makes him a popular target for opposing offenses, let's put the defense aside. Tyler Hero is having one of the most efficient scoring seasons for a six-man-of-the-year candidate that we've seen. He's more efficient than Lou Williams was in any of his six-man-of-the-year wins or Jamal Crawford. So this is just pure either ignorance. It's ridiculous. It's either ignorance or hatred. I don't know what it is, okay? And Hollinger, who has been to games, I saw him in Philadelphia, uh, covering there. He should know better. That's all, just, that's all I'll say about that. But it also plays into this myth that Tyler Hero was a product of the bubble when the reality is, again, Tyler's year last year was not worse than he played in the bubble to any significant degree except the three-point shooting. Okay, His numbers didn't go up in the bubble from where they did earlier in his rookie season. And he is twice the offensive player that he was in the bubble. And he's a better defensive player now, too. So this idea, again, that Tyler Hero was a product of these kind of antiseptic circumstances in the bubble and he couldn't play. The one thing when I asked Tyler about the playoffs when I was up in uh, in Chicago, said the thing he's looking forward to is playing road games in front of opposing fans. He doesn't view himself as a product of the bubble. We shouldn't either. And to me, that's the number one myth that's been debunked this season. Oh, I mean, it's hard to really argue with that at all. Like, I think Tyler is taking a jump. You know, we've been kind of documenting it all season at this point. And I don't know how to put it any better than you did, because really he is like two, three times the player that he was back then. And I think it's gotten to the point now where people are even debating, you know, whether they would want to trade him for certain stars and all of that. Not that we need to get into that, but, you know, from last summer to where it was, where you were, you and others were reporting that, you know, Tyler may be gone and uh, Tyler may be not a part of their future. He may be a trade chip. Not that the Heat only uh, were looking at him uh, that way, but it's just kind of like uh, to give perspective on what one season has done for his reputation, even though it was a little bit unfair, like you said, because Tyler, uh, I, I think, plat just plateaued a little bit last season, even though we talked about it uh, uh, here that there was plenty of, like, skill flashes. I think a lot of the pick-and-roll stuff, he was getting into it last season. He, he, I mean, he's just shooting it a lot better this season, and, and I just think he gets to his spots a lot better, like we talked about, for different reasons, not only the IQ stuff and getting the reps, but his body being in better shape to be able to kind of take contact and really make the moves that he needs to uh, to, to get to his spots there. I just think... Uh, the John Hollinger thing, you know, that's what happens when you only look at analytics and don't, you, you know, don't look at film at all or just don't watch the heat at all. It's, you're supposed to use the numbers to guide you, not just use it as a 
end all be all. And look, that's John Hollinger. He worked for an NBA team. I'm not like, I understand. I'm over here in my backyard, but <laughs> I'm not telling him how to do anything. But I just thought that was ridiculous. Tyler Hero is a huge part of this team's core, and they need him to keep playing at the level he has been since the All-Star break if they're going to go far. The only people who are in a bubble are the ones who refuse to acknowledge what this team has done this year. And I think we're seeing an archetype. They put him as is like the shot chucker off the bench. And like, he's a, he is a bucket getter, but he's not like, come on, man. Like he's, I I, I bet you John Hollinger voted for Jordan Clarkson. Okay. That's so I'll leave it at that. And Tyler hero is twice the efficient scorer that Jordan Clarkson is. All right. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to our sponsors, prizepicks.com. Use the code five therapist preferred.com. Use code five RSN sign up for our off the floor feed for exclusive content and also check out cpt-florida.com make sure you mention five reasons you'll get yourself that promotion have a good night everybody or day thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details